What's Good Podcast. Are you ready? Your number one source. To all the keys in the industry. With Brianna Javon. It's the What's Good Podcast. What's good? Hey ladies and gents, this is your girl Brianna Javon with What's Good Podcast with another Wild Card Wednesday. Thank you so much for tuning in and we are excited to have you guys you know, quarantine. We're in this thing together. <laughs> so as you know, we don't have interviews. Instead, we have genuine conversations with you guys and gals. So let's get into it. Today, I have three lovely ladies that's joining me. We have Shantae, Tiffany, and Allison. Go ahead and say hello, ladies. Hi, guys. Hey, hey. I'm hey, sur- ladies. Hello. I'm surprised Shantae didn't say, hey, girl, hey. I was going <laughs> to <All right. laughs> It was do, it over do it over again. Do it over again. Go ahead. We are. We are. Okay. Oh, and see. Go ahead. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> hello. 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 Yes. Hello, so, beautiful people. Amazing. Oh, I love the energy. All right. So, as you guys know, I always start off with icebreakers. I actually saw this icebreaker on Ten and B Hear You podcast. Have y'all heard of them? Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. There's two dope females and they have a podcast as well and they had posted this question I was like okay let me ask alright so if you were given $7,000 to spend at one store which one would you choose <laughs> seven, which seven, store $7,000 to spend at only one Ooh. store which one would you choose and Allison you can go first oh okay um <laughs> um the first one that popped up was Target, and then the second one would probably be like a TJ Maxx or something, because I can get you know some name brand stuff for a pretty good price. So, <laughs> so I'm actually I'm probably gonna go with TJ Maxx. <laughs> nice. Okay. How about you, Tiffany? Amazon. Smart. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Smart. <laughs> and then I was like, is Amazon a store? I mean, it's a store. It is. It's it is. It's online. It's just online. <laughs> so Amazon would be your answer too. Absolutely, Amazon. <laughs> okay. So let me tell y'all how I'm an overthinker. My answer was an art gallery, because I was like, okay, can, yes, because I was like, I can just spend that seven thousand dollars on some art and flip it later to give me some more money back in my pocket to spend it how I really want to spend it. Okay. I, I, we can I was like, dang, everybody putting in the store, and I'm sounding like a whole nerd out here, but it's all good. <laughs> so to my defense, good. Though, what I was good. thinking about, I was like, I would go to Joann's, or maybe Michael's, or maybe Target, but I was like, since I'm in the crafting, a lot of the stuff I get is on Amazon, and then I can also flip it. Flip it. That's what yeah. I was thinking in my head, but we're thinking along the same line. Mm-hmm. Okay, 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 I'm not the only one. <laughs> all right. <so. laughs> that was good. <laughs> so we're going to go ahead and get into our genuine conversation. And so before we get started, I just want you ladies to go ahead and introduce yourself. We already know Tiffany, she came through before. So if you want to start us off, Shantae, just let the people know who you are, what do you do in life, just boom, bam, who is Shantae? <laughs> okay, so um, I am Shantae Jackson. I am a licensed professional counselor. So my um, trait is I do therapy. Um, I go by the Hunger Therapist. So you can find me on all social media platforms at the Hunger Therapist. Um, I'm a wife. I'm somebody's mama. Um, 
<laughs> yeah, I'm just out here serving up this healing to my people and being dope while I'm doing it. I know that's right. Hey. <laughs> Show the action. All right, Allison, okay. uh, what about you? Hello, my name is Allison Nickerson, and I go by Allison Nick. Um, I am a full-time worker, and I'm a mommy to two beautiful little children, as well as a wife. It will be four years in August. Um, but my the, the purpose that God has given me is just to help moms find peace and purpose while having simple conversations of motherhood, you know, postpartum topics and faith. And so we do have our platform on Instagram, The Calling FM. Um, we just became an LLC because we are launching our prayer journal at the end of this month on June 22nd. Um, and I'm also a podcast hope for moms, F-O-R-M-O-M-S, for moms podcast. Um, and yeah, we just have those simple conversations on there. We just, we just talk and chit chat. So it's pretty, yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> Great thing. All right. And Tiffany, go ahead. Well, like you said, I have been through before, so I've had the pleasure of chopping it up with you, Ms. Javon, but um, I am Tiffany Ellis, for those of you who did not get a chance to listen to that episode, and <laughs> I am all things development, leadership, branding, um, and podcasting really has kind of become my world also, so I have this really cool platform called Pause and PR, and we work with women on all sorts of things. Shantae, the homegirl therapist, is now our resident therapist, um, and she's my business partner as well. And we really just, we connect dynamic people and we help them grow and heal and learn and develop and just blossom into the beautiful women they were created to be. Um, before COVID happened, I actually started a youth program and I was teaching children about entrepreneurship, podcasting, technology, and all that stuff as well. So I'm still growing the brand, Pause and PR, and creating many extensions to be able to service a multitude of people. Greatness. All right. So if you guys notice, we have um, something that we all do the same, and that's basically being an entrepreneur, right? Yeah. So Tiffany... Mm -hmm created this amazing topic that we're going to talk about today and that's you know transforming transitioning from the corporate setting to entrepreneurship i know i have my own story shantae probably has her own story tiffany has her own story and allison has hers so today we're just going to discuss this hopefully they can support somebody else that's listening you know help you guide you through your journey through what we have experienced and i know when i was getting everything together i'm like oh this is still emotional because i'm still dealing with some stuff myself because i'm so fresh into it so i wanted to ask we're going to start with shantae i wanted to ask you first when did you realize that working for someone else was not for you, that you kind of wanted to start doing your own thing? Um, my first job in my field out of grad school, um, I worked for this clinic. It was a mental health clinic and I was in a um, low economic neighborhood. And so it was the, the case out there was heavy and it was a lot, but how, corporate or the administration administrators treated these clients and how they dealt with things it was just like okay i know that this is not something i want to do or work for someone else for the rest of like my life and so that was my first time of like 
Mm-mm, this ain't for me, fam, right? Yeah. But I didn't know what that would look like. I just knew that I wasn't the person to work for someone else because I care a lot and I always want to provide like quality services. And so the jobs that I had, even after that one, it was just, I was just seeing things and the way that things were being handled, I didn't, I didn't like. And so um, I didn't know that I wanted to be an entrepreneur. I didn't know what I wanted to be actually like as far as in the business realm. Mm-hmm. I just knew I didn't want to work for nobody. Okay. And that leads to my next question. Tiffany, for you, did you have a plan? Did you know that you were going to do something with podcasts? And did you know you were going to do something with crafting? Did you have a plan before you left? No. I want to be very clear and say I never wanted to be an entrepreneur. I wanted to be valued for all the amazing things I could do. Um, And I had a difficult time finding somewhere or someone that would value or who would value what I was bringing to the table. So in a perfect world, I don't desire to be an entrepreneur, right? In a perfect world, I desire to just be able to do what I know I do well and be compensated for it. But what happens is when you have a lot of talent and you have a lot of gifting and when you have a very big personality, a big purpose, it's very difficult to fit into boxes and buildings and places and spaces that we tend to flock to mm-hmm. um so I know God started tugging on my heart and he started telling me I needed to be doing other things and as I tried to start doing those things it just working where I was working and trying to build what I was trying to build it it, it wasn't working I couldn't do both together that makes sense and Allison for you basically what Tiffany stated when you did leave you know, the corporate setting. Did you have to try different things to figure out, okay, you know what, this is for me, I'm gonna go this route, or that's not working for me, let me go this route? So the first time I had left um, was actually March of last year. I had left my full-time job, mm-hmm. and um, I really felt like God was trying to, you know, was telling me to go elsewhere and do certain things. Um, and, you know, and kind of like Tiffany was saying, whenever you're not valued for the work that you're putting in and people don't realize it, it, it gets frustrating and it just helps you realize that you're not supposed to be in a box. You're supposed to, you know, you're supposed to be able to let your light shine and do other things. So the first time I did it um, back, like I said, March of last year, um, I didn't have a plan. I was really just trusting in God. My problem was that I didn't, I wasn't obedient. I, my follow through was trash. <laughs> So uh, the plan didn't really work out too well. And I actually had to go back to work in September of last year. And that's where I am now. But the same process is happening, right? I'm putting in all the work. I'm doing all the things. But there's something else that's being tugged. And so um, whenever, to me, whenever you do leave, um, I think obviously it's, it's best to have a plan. But sometimes God tells you to go, you have to go. And you just have to trust and believe in what he is going to um, like that next step, whatever it's going to be. So don't be afraid to fully invest in yourself, even if that means fully investing and trusting in God. I like it. And so all of you mentioned, I don't have a husband. I don't have any kids. <laughs> so I really don't know <laughs> what, what, you know, this next question, how to answer it. So for you ladies, what was that family dynamic when it came to discussing it with your husband? hey, I feel like God is telling me to move this way. Are you, you know, okay with that? Are you supporting that? Like, how did that conversation go for y'all to be on board with one another? 
It was not a good conversation. <laughs> <laughs> and anybody. Mine was not. Mine was not. I can tell you right now, mine was not a good conversation. And um, it actually really affected our marriage very heavily. Um, and so we're actually, we're actually still at the point where we're trying to like rebuild and put all that back together. And, and it's going, you know, things are going better. But um, I think that my husband now sees all the work I'm putting into to this my current job and he's just like if they don't see what you're doing like mm. <laughs> like come on babe like it's, it's you know we want to figure something else out and I have some things in the background that I'm um investing in myself in but um yeah it was at that initial one no nah, it wasn't good <laughs> it wasn't good at all any others so mine was a little different just because during the time I became a full-time entrepreneur it wasn't by choice it was by force Mm -hmm. so the job that I was working um I was working three jobs at the time so I had just opened the private practice but I was only doing it part-time partially fear that I wouldn't be successful if I just you know put all my eggs in that basket Um, The other part was I was still building, and so I needed constant income coming in. So I was working a full-time job where I was getting up at 3 in the morning. It took me an hour to get to work, and I was working 5 to 2 p.m., and then leaving that job, going to a hospital and, and taking up shifts there. But I got fired from my main job. And I've never in my life been fired before. The reason for being fired was, like, off the wall. So I was already feeling a certain way about that. And so when I came home, first we had to get over the devastation of like, sis got fired. Where we do that at, right? Like, what is we doing? Um, But for him, I had to give him time to process because I knew that I did not want to go and apply for another job. Like, I knew, like, Mm -hmm. this was for me, God telling me, like, I got you. You just got to go. Because if not, I, I probably would still be there, right? Because it was comfortable that money was coming in. But I needed that to happen in order for me to be where I am. And for my husband, the compromise for us was, okay, you got a year, right? Mm -hmm. I'm going to do what I do. I'm going to keep working. I'm going to do whatever. But you have a year to make this work. And then we'll reevaluate if you need to pick up a part-time, whatever. And so it was comfortable for him to agree, right? And then it was me like, okay, now I got to put the battery in my back. I have to go. You know what I'm saying? Like, I grind for other people's companies. Now it's time to grind for my own. And so it was it was yeah. a difficult transition during mm-hmm. that year because me personally, I felt like I wasn't contributing to the household. So it was just yeah. like, you doing all the work and I'm over here playing, but mm-hmm. I'm not really playing, but I felt like I was playing. <laughs> so it was just one of those situations where he we had to trust each other. And that was, it was difficult because it was scary because it it switched up the dynamics of our relationship and who was doing what. But um, at the end, it all turned out for the better. Mm -hmm. It was tough. Like I struggled when I got fired and I like, I didn't want to tell nobody. Mm -hmm. It was, it was a lot. And so I think God was just like, you at the cliff, sis, I'm going to push you Mm -hmm. and you're going to have to figure it out. And I did. And you made some real valid points, Shantae, because as I mentioned, I don't have a husband, but me still contributing to the household because I live with my mom. Mm-hmm. So I'm so used to having that check every two weeks coming in. I'm like, here you go, mom, for you. You yeah. know, do what you need to do because I am living here. And she's never been the person that's like, Brie, you have to do this. You have to do this. You have to do this. It's just my heart to contribute. Mm-hmm. So when I left my job, 
I'm not gonna lie, I took everything out of my 401k. God was like, we're gonna figure this out and we're gonna make it happen. That was my plan. I was like, okay, I got this amount of money to stretch me to figure out a plan. So hopefully by the time this money runs out, I'm, you know, at this point getting things together. Yeah. So when I started, the fun started running out, in my mind, fear came through because I'm like, okay, we mm. at this end. I'm not able to do what I want to do. I can't shop. I can't help my mama. And I'm feeling low because it was some times where I was depressed. But I was like, I don't, yeah. I'm just lost. So mm-hmm. thank you for sharing that because I definitely agree. You are going to have some low times because you're not going to be able to do what you usually do, especially when you're comfortable and that check is coming in. Yep. You're going to have to mm-hmm. make some priorities, change up some priorities. Yeah. So yeah it, it's it's yeah. not even about shopping and all that stuff, right? It's yeah. just about basic necessities. Knowing that you have the money coming in on a reoccurring basis to provide the basic things you're used to being able to do. Um, And when you become an entrepreneur, you have to start making sacrifices. Gratefully, none of us have have said that we had to go without necessities. But I know people who have had to do that when they are on their own trying to find their way. So with my husband and I, I I have to give him the utmost credit because he has not pressured me at all. Um, And I, I think it's so beautiful. I remember before I stopped working years ago, a friend of my, a friend and I were having a conversation at work. And um, she was saying that she wanted to quit her job and just, you know, be a stay-at-home mom. And her husband was telling her to do it. And I jokingly said, my husband would never go for that. Because from the very jump, he was clear. This is what I want to do. I want us to be able to live this kind of life, have these things, travel these places. And we have been doing that for the last 11 years. And then I stopped working. And plans change, right? Mm-hmm. And he's been such a good sport about it. You know, if I don't want to apply for a job, he's not forcing me to do it. But like I think I've told Shantae this before, you know, when you come into an arrangement or agreement with somebody or a plan with somebody, a relationship, and you have a plan in place, like you expect people to honor the plan, right? So with, while I'm an entrepreneur, he's still feeling the effects of me being an entrepreneur because that changes the dynamic of our marriage and our relationship, as well as my ability to contribute to the household. And he didn't ask for that, right? So I'm trying to like close the gap everywhere I can. I'm trying to make this thing make sense. Um, I know above all that God has purposed me with this work I'm doing. So I told him, you know, even if I'm able to return to corporate, because I didn't hate working in corporate, I was good at my job and I loved it. I didn't like the things I was being forced to deal with. But if I were able to return to corporate, as long as I'm able to do what God has purposed me to do, which is to lead and develop and teach people through this platform and wherever I'm working, then I'm good. I'm okay with that, you know? I like it. And so. A little, everybody kind of. Oh, if I can, can I say something real quick? Sorry, I was going to say something real quick. Let me just say that um, kind of what Shantae and what Tiffany were going through experiencing, they had the, they had the conversation initially. Look, whenever I, the reason my conversation didn't go so well is because I literally had, hey, I'm thinking about leaving my job and I quit the next day. <laughs> like, like as Shantae said, she was like, she gave her husband time to process and they came with a purpose and I had just, kind of just blew it at him and just messed it up. And so I just want to say that and saying that I know it's probably somebody out there that's maybe thinking about having that. Go ahead and have that conversation now with your spouse, with your partner about what you're thinking about doing because, um, you know, people need time to process things. And whenever you don't, that's what caused the biggest rift. It wasn't a fact um, that I wanted to leave my job. My husband has always been a person that 
that wants to have other incomes, wants to have other things and just work in that main job. Whenever you don't give people that time to process that, that is the biggest thing. That's the biggest thing I think ever. And like Tiffany was saying, having that, um, you know, whenever plans change, you both have to agree on that thing. You both have to agree, okay, this is what was our next step going to be. And I just completely blew things out the whole water. I was like, whatever, I got this. God got me and I'm just going to be out here just like, wow. And that, <laughs> that's not what you do. And so I definitely have learned <laughs> my lesson in stewarding over things, including my finances, has been completely different since that whole experience. But I just want to throw that in there, that you, you do have to have that conversation, have that communication, and that's like the biggest thing ever. Thank you for sharing that, Allison. And I think we all kind of touched on, you know, the fear from the other side of what it will look like. I know for me, it's like I planned it, but I always told God I wasn't going to quit my job. I wasn't going to quit. I wasn't just going to, you know, hop from one to another until I figured out what was for me. But like Shantae mentioned, I was forced. They started telling me to write statements to protect my job and my position. I'm like, God, let me go in this restroom and pray. <laughs> you know, what should I do? <laughs> and then that's all. That day, I had wrote my resignation letter. I didn't clean out my desk. I took my belongings. Whatever was theirs was theirs. And I dipped off. I gave it to my teammate. I was like, hey, I just don't feel valued. You know, it was still fear. But I was like, I feel like I have to do this because, like, there's too many things that's aligning that's telling me God is telling me to go. And so when you have those fears, mm -hmm. how do you guys deal with that? It never gets easy. It's never easy. Mm -hmm. um, so, so all of the emotions that each person has mentioned, I know somebody mentioned depression, somebody mentioned sadness, somebody mentioned fear. I have experienced those emotions and a multitude of others um, throughout the course of this year because I've now been on my own since February of last year. And I had one friend tell me this and it was like the best advice I ever got. Um, he said, if you quit now, you already know what you've accomplished. Mm -hmm. But if you keep going, you don't know what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. And so, it's, ugh, so every time I think about like, I can't do this. I'm tired. This is too much. Cause it gets exhausting. I mean, you don't have entrepreneurs mm -hmm. don't have people clapping for them. You don't have people who just are coming to you. Some do, but, but many don't have people just wanting to patronize your businesses, wanting to get your services, right? It takes time for you to create value for people. And through that course, you're being broken down and you're having to go through all these different things. And it's like, you just got to keep, you just got to keep telling yourself, like, keep going, keep pushing. Don't give up. No matter how tired you get, don't give up because you don't know what you're going to accomplish if you don't quit. So that's, that's what I I keep playing in my head over and over again. I love and that. I, 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 yeah. I'm, listen, yeah. <laughs> so it's like, with Tiffany, it's like she said, it's, it's a struggle that doesn't, it doesn't just go away. Like, and each part mm -hmm. of my journey, there was a point where it was just like, I got, I'm tired. I don't want to do it no more. Right. And then he always says, I see you. And he'll drop somebody to come and tell you, girl, I love when you and I be like, okay, here we go. Right. And so <laughs> it was just this idea of um, being fearless. Right. And it's, it, I understand that I'm going to be afraid, but I have to be committed to doing that thing anyway. 
Like, I'm going to be scared. And I, it's a quote or something where it's just like, I'm going to speak my truth even if my voice shakes, right? Like, I'm going to do this even yeah. if I'm trembling on the inside because I know it's so much, it's bigger than me. And he shows me that all the time yeah. and the, the people I come in contact with. And so while I, I'm transparent enough to tell folks, like, listen, I'm scared. I don't know how I got here, how this happened. I don't know what I did to come out of it, but it was just this something just deep in my soul where it's just like, you cannot stop. Like, I'm needed, right? Even if I don't believe it some days, I know overall that I need it. And so that is like the thing that keeps me energized and keeps me going. Like, even if my voice trembles, even if I'm scared as hell, I'm going to continue to do it, right? And I know that I can because I've gotten through, so I got, I was fired. Yeah. Not y'all, <laughs> right? Yeah. And so you have to remind yourself. <laughs> you have to remind yourself of the things that you got through, the the things that yeah. I've overcome. Like in those moments where I feel like crap, I'm like, okay, but Shantae, you did this. Yeah, Shantae, you did that. Okay, but sis, you did that when you felt like this, but this still happened. And so it's just taking a moment to remind yourself of the the things that you did and celebrating those small victories. I think as entrepreneurs, we just on the go. We yeah. on to the next thing. Like, I don't have time to stop and think. I got to keep going. But on the times where you're feeling depressed, sad, and scared, that's the time when you look back over your journey and be like, oh, okay, I came a long way. I can I can keep going. I love it. Yeah. You, Allison? Yeah. Um, you know, I'm not going to repeat anything three times. But <laughs> <laughs> I think what the ladies have said is is exactly true. You're going you're gonna to hit plenty of walls. You're going to hit plenty of walls. You're going to think you can't do stuff. Um, for me, I can say, along with the words of affirmation, of, along with reminding yourself of what you have already done, for me, it's um, something that we've also been talking about, just having, like, that quiet time with God. It's like your faith. For me, I've, I've realized that whenever I don't have that quiet time with God, you know, whether it's journaling or, um, you know, just having some prayer time, even, like, praise and worship, whenever I don't do that, my self-confidence lacks mm-hmm. and I just I fall up so I have to even on vacation I was up at seven o'clock with nobody else away I was outside by that pool having praise and worship and doing journal time I don't need nobody to uh, to affirm me and what I'm doing because I know as long as I stay what I'm like as long as I stay lined up with him and he says yo I'm proud of you that's 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 all I really need <laughs> and that's what I've learned sometimes you can't like Tiffany was saying, you're not going to get a whole bunch of, hey, good for you, kudos. I know you can do a lot from everybody else. It can be the closest. It can be the people closest to you that say, you, you really think you can do that? It's like, dang, yes. <laughs> yes, I, I, I do. But you, like, you just have to stay doing what, like, you have to stay doing on your lane and doing what you need to do. So, um, yeah, that's, that's really just it. <laughs> and I just have a tidbit because I agree with you, Allison. Um, and I just this is just a tip for anybody that's listening. When I do have those down days, I do everything that the ladies mentioned. But there's also in the Bible app fear plans. As far as Bible plans, there's one for fear, uh, for grace. Um, that's giving you yeah. affirmations of things to remember when what God has brought you through. If He's brought you through those things in the past, then He can bring you through whatever is going on in the future and presently. So for me, I'm real quick. As soon as I feel like some type of doubt, something that's going on, I pray anyway, right? I pray for God. I pray mm-hmm. for me to continue to follow what God has for me. If I, 
walk out, walk away a little bit, God go ahead and steer me back the right way, you know, because <laughs> I feel like sometimes we still mm-hmm. bear off a little bit because we're like, oh, no, this looks good. Let me go over here because, you know, that, mm, yeah, I like that. It's gold. It's glitz. But then God is like, no, 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 no. You need to go through this route. And so for me, I just have to go yeah. to my little Bible app, put in fear, put in some keywords, and then the Bible plans come. I'm like, okay, boom, I need to do this. Yeah. So I just wanted to put that in there. Yeah. I love what all the three ladies mentioned, but also don't, don't ever hesitate with going to the Bible app to go to a Bible plan to figure out what's best for you. And God, you know what? I want to just say yeah. this real quick, Brianna. God is so intentional, right? Yeah. So um, yeah. <laughs> I'm listening to you all talk and... Um, I know Shantae said that she receives signs that she's on the right track or that this is purpose. Even us being on this call is confirmation that God is always moving because the funny thing to me, and I think I recall when Allison posted her anniversary picture for her business is I reached out to Shantae on Instagram like a week before I met her at Allison's event. Didn't even know that she was going to be at the event. I had just found her on Instagram and had just slid in her DMs. And then I saw Allison on Instagram and I went to Allison's event. Me and Shantae met. I'm like, that's the therapist I was talking to. We end up building a relationship. And now a year and some months down the line, we're all talking about we on the side. Like yeah. How he orchestrates things. Come on, Tim. And that's the same thing with Allison. I met you, Allison, at your event with Portia and it was the startup for mm-hmm. entrepreneurship. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I was still okay. Yeah. I was still working in the workforce and they had a whole panel with a whole bunch of entrepreneurs. I was like, Oh, this is nice. But that was at the beginning of, I hadn't even started the podcast yet. I just knew I wanted to do something and you write everything that God does is intentional. And I take signs to everything that he tell me. And mm-hmm. I feel like those signs, like you mentioned, Shantae, those build me up. Like, okay, God, you gave me that confirmation. I'm on the right, I'm on the right world. I'm doing everything that you're telling me to do. So let me go ahead and keep moving forward. You haven't told me I'm doing something wrong yet. So I must be doing the right thing. And I think yeah. I met you right okay. before you got your job in insurance, right? Yeah. And you had, yes. <laughs> and then, Are you in insurance? Like, oh, no. <laughs> I used to be in insurance for almost 30 years. Yes, I was going to say, yeah, this, that's a little too common on this call. Yes, it is. That's true. Oh, God. Yeah. And I, oh, if I can say one last thing, I'm so sorry. And no. also, sometimes the things that you're going through, God purposely puts you through the hard things. A lot of people try to say, like, this is the devil. Sometimes God is putting you through those hard things, things as well. Where I'm at now, and probably where, Bree, where you were, I was like, yo, I'm ready to go. Like, I'm ready to go today, God. Like, it's not. And he was like, no, I need you to endure. I'm like, why? Why? Oh, you, Allison. Didn't I tell you before you started the job? Mm-hmm. Girl, I was like, <laughs> why, guys? And then this whole COVID-19 thing happened. So I was like, you know, I can work a little bit, you know, make a little money while I'm at home. It's cool. It's cool. Okay. All right. All right. And now it's just like, okay, guys, when you want me to leave again? So <laughs> let me know. <laughs> but, some, but sometimes, but exactly let me know because i you know i can have a tight up by the end of the day but um but god but he had me go through that part of enduring and now i'm like i'm good i had a hard day but you know what i was productive in this business now i can really push myself to go past them because i already went through the, the bs yeah. from from before so now like my mind is totally different and but i had to go through that and I truly believe I had to go through that to really learn about discipline and scheduling and being a better entrepreneur. Yeah. So now I mentally have that as a, bit, as, a, as a better thing for me. But 
Ooh, yeah. All right, insurance. Okay, all right. <laughs> and so that brings me to my next point. When you mentioned, you know, God does things intentionally, right? So I know when I was at my insurance job, I did a lot of recordings. I did a lot of interviews and I felt like that built me up to where I am today, to where I have that listening skill of, okay, oh, I like that. I want to come back and talk about that a little bit more. Oh, you mentioned this. Okay. This is really, really nice. Do you feel with anything in your past when it comes to the workforce that, okay, I understand why God wanted me to learn that particular skill because now I'm using it. Have you guys ever gone through that? Mm -hmm. Okay. Can we talk about it? Everybody's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you know what? Everything, everything, everything we learn is for our greater purpose. So we can't, like, my best friend is moving from where she lives now to another state. And my question to her is, what was God teaching you in your move to that place? Because he is so intentional. I don't put anything past him. I'm certain Every job you've held, every person you've come in contact with, even the ones who hurt you, were there to serve a purpose. They were there to teach you something. And so, you know, before I left corporate, I was a national training director. I don't find it weird at all that I'm now conducting trainings through podcasting on a weekly basis. I'm preparing presentations and PowerPoints and doing all the things that I did before. I was leading people in corporate. I'm leading people now. It's not by mistake. So just pay attention to what God is doing. Yes, yes. And for me, it was the the first job that I had where I was working with low-income clients is the job where I met my business partner for my private practice. And she's from Georgia. And that was her first job when she moved to Texas. And so I knew that needed to happen for me to meet her. Mm -hmm. Secondly, it was working with this population originally when I was in grad school and I knew I wanted to be a therapist, I wanted to work in high-end therapy, right? Like I wanted to be where I was making the big bucks, right? But the jobs that I started to have were jobs where I was working with um, my people, right? The people who need therapy the most. And I started to see how they were being treated. I started to see kind of those things where I was just like, okay, they need someone to advocate for them. They need someone who looks like them, talks like them, and who gets it. Um, and so, my, and ironically, oh, I'm just piecing this together. So my last job, look at that. So my last job where I got fired, it was in a clinic with nothing, the population was majority Caucasian. The reason I got fired on the piece of paper is stated, you do not fit into the culture of the clinic. Uh-huh. I did, I, girl, I just put all of that together. And you're the home girl. You're the home girl. You know me. I just, I just put that together. And so in my mind now, I'm like, I wasn't supposed to be there anyway. Right. Right. Like that wasn't supposed, I needed to go through that in Mm -hmm. order to be forced to be for my people. Mm -hmm. Right. Like. This is just clicking in my head, y'all. So, right. But for me, it was just I needed to go through all of those jobs in order to be right where I'm at, helping my people. Yeah. Um, and so, my my caseload is majority African American women, okay. right? Like that. That's my caseload. I got a little sprinkle of other things, but I'm for my people, and I think. 
I needed to see that or to go through all that I went through in order to realize that I'm needed in that area. Mm. I love it. That's funny. Mm. <laughs> <She> said, <laughs> There's a book. I love it. Real quick. It said, "In order to find yourself, you have to get lost." Mm-hmm. And so, think yeah. about that because when you're like in these places, like when Shantae talks about being in, a, in an environment where she doesn't fit in, mm-hmm. like she could feel like she's losing herself in the midst of it. But it's in that moment that you realize you're right. I don't fit in. This is who I am, and this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And yeah. that's how you find yourself. So it goes back to that original point, which is everything that happens is putting you back on the path you're supposed to be on. Mm-hmm. You just gotta be willing to pay attention and be obedient when God speaks. Yes, you gotta be obedient when you hear Him. <laughs> you gotta be willing to listen for one and receive it. Because I feel like sometimes. I think Allison mentioned that earlier that they say, oh, the devil did this, the devil did this. No, you allowed to de- the devil to seep into your mind. The devil didn't make you do anything. God woke you up to make decisions every day. If you decided to make decision A versus decision B and God told you to go with B, that ain't no devil. That's you going with the wrong answer. So I definitely agree with that because I, I did an interview with somebody and I never thought about that. We always are so quick to blame everybody else, but we're never quick to blame ourselves for making the wrong decisions. It's like, well, you made me do this. No, Mm -hmm. did nobody twist your wrist? Did nobody make you do anything? So you have to receive what God is telling you and be obedient. Sometimes you have to sacrifice some things to be obedient, but as long as you be obedient, you're going to be on the right course. Yeah. 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 Um, So for me, I think the past, uh, my first, uh, I guess, career path was um, in animal medicine. I was in that for over 10 years. And the biggest thing I probably learned in that was the customer service, was the relatability, um, and then was also having to deal with, like, patience. Um, for me, that's important with my, with my mom friends, as I would say, my audience being moms. Um, we just want somebody we can relate to. We want somebody we can converse with. We want somebody we can just chill and talk to. And not that, like, it's not a part of my personality, but I just being able to talk to people, different people in different emotional states. Because a lot of the people that, if it comes to an emergency hospital, you're not, dealing, you're not just doing, like, a vaccine visit for your puppy. You're coming in with a real issue for your animal and having to really talk and, and like, walk people through the next steps. And so um, I think that just really helped me and where God has purposed me and just dealing with people where they are and then dealing with um, myself as well. I went through postpartum depression after my second daughter. It was, it's hard and it's tough, but going through those different experiences while working, while trying to do business, while trying to do everything else in life, you know, balancing, quote unquote, um, it just, it, it just helped me in developing my business. And initially, I didn't, I won't say I didn't want to. Well, no, I didn't. I didn't want to. I didn't want to focus on moms. God told me in 2015, hey, I want you to work with moms. I was like, no, nah, I'm going to work with dreamers. And like, you know, I, I want to do what Tiffany was doing. That's what I want to do. I want to do what Tiffany was doing. Um, but that's not what God had for me. And so once, um, and after I had my second baby, I feel like that was like, you know, God been like, hey, <laughs> I told you you didn't go work with mom, just baby number two. Um, <laughs> that it was just like, I was like, oh, okay, I got it now. And that's where my, that's where, um, originally we were mommy's making moves and now we're the calling FM. Um, and that's just where that blossomed and birthed and just went to. And so 
Um, and then being an insurance, kind of like we were talking about the interviews uh, with you know, I, me having a podcast as well. But actually for me, being in the um, insurance is more about, to me, building confidence and making your own decisions. Sometimes you have to either pull the plug or say, um, this is what it is and this is it, like standing your ground a little bit more. I think in that world really has made my anchor just a little bit more solid. This is it. Thank you. Have a great day. <laughs> that's when that's let's move on to the next thing that's so funny and i don't even want to work with women allison i mean like i i never yes, was a girl's girl. I, I never was a girl's girl i had a lot of bad experiences mm-hmm. with women and so i feel like i was a mean girl for some part of my life and i just find it funny that god would i never I, thought that i would never <laughs> thought that either because you're just so friendly and stuff. i never thought that I've met some amazing women who have totally changed my mind about women um, because I had had some bad experiences. Oh, okay. So, you know, in my head, it was like, I, I'm not a girl's girl. You know, I was the girl that had a lot of guy friends because I don't do, okay. don't do girls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But now look at me. It's like I know so many phenomenal women and it's so easy to celebrate them and exist in spaces with them. It's like, you know, yeah, it's just funny how God works. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so intentionality. All day. All right, so the next segment, I call it highs and lows. This is my storytelling portion uh, for someone to gain something from your experience. So the first half is the highs. Anything that you can say, I did that. Pat on my back, two snaps. Anybody want to go first? What should I tell you? You go first. <laughs> you go first. Oh, you sounded like Tiffany. Okay, you can answer first. <laughs> So I would say like my highs would be just building the hunger therapist, the hunger therapist um, platform. I did not expect it to do what it's doing um, and for it to be, um, it, it, it like connects so many people to therapy, to healing and to just being fly. Right. And so that, like I did that, right? Like I I did that. I was able to authentically be myself and and just put things out there and it's it's being received and received well. And so that would have to say is my high. Like the hunger therapist like is my baby. Like I'm gonna ride for her. Okay. Yeah. And I <laughs> love it, Shante, because I mean, let me make sure I say this the right way. I love it because when you think of therapists, you don't think of Mm African-American and a female at that. If anything, Mm -hmm. you think of other races. So the fact that I can go into our office and see somebody that looks like me, you'll have a better understanding of my life and the things that I go through versus me going through somebody else and they just sitting there asking questions. And it's like, do you really get what I'm saying? You know, are we just going to talk in circles? Mm -hmm. So I just want to say kudos to you. Thank you so much for doing what you do because I I mean I now think about going doing therapy and things like that because I need to talk out some things that I'm going through but it makes it more comfortable mm-hmm. to know that there's somebody that's out there that looks like me that I can actually talk to that's experienced that got the, the education they just not here out here I'm a homegirl therapist that don't have nobody credentials <laughs> right so I just want to say thank you thank you thank you Thank you for telling me. Thank you. You're welcome. All righty. Allison, you want to go next? Oh, sure. Uh, um, so I think my high 
um, I think my high is actually yet to come with putting this prayer journal out because y'all, I was supposed to put this out last year, and I think I think I think I talked to Tiffany about it. I know I talked to Shantae a little bit about creating a journal, and y'all, I completely made a journal, made copies, and I just gave them away. I didn't say I did not do <laughs> what I was supposed to be doing because I got scared. And so um, and I was like, I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to do that. Yeah, I created it, and I don't know. But um, my high is actually probably going to come. Um, but as far as something in the past, I can just say um, my high right now is just being able to bounce back, I think. Um, from losing my job last year, we sold our house. Um, we're, leaving, we're living with our in-laws right now. Um, and just going through that process of kind of what Shantae probably went through is like, yo, I got fired. I'm like, yo, I lost my house. Well, and I really lost, we sold it, but it's just like, we did that because I didn't have a job anymore. And so it's like, yo, having to bounce back, having to learn your lessons, having to, um, then improve yourself and go through that process and plug for the homegirl therapist because she and I did a podcast episode. I think over, you were actually my first um, interview, actually, Shantae. Oh. And um, yeah, you were. And you were my first interview. And she, that podcast episode helped me to get in touch with my therapist and to go into therapy. So I'm in therapy currently, and it's helping me just in so many different dynamics of how I am as a mom, as a wife, and everything. So I think for my high is just like the rebuild, like the uphill climb, like getting out of that ditch, out of that mindset. And being like, yo, like, like you, like, not to curse, but like, you are a badass. Yeah, 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 <laughs> like, yeah. you got this, and you can just, and you can just, like, you can go, you can go through anything, you can pull yourself up, and it's going to be okay. Yes. And it's okay to start all over. Mm-hmm. Some people feel like that's a failure. Yeah. And it's not. Yeah. Mm-mm, yeah. Yeah. Thank you for sharing, Allison. All right. Tiffany, yeah. Yep. You know, I was trying to think of something profound while they were speaking, and I ain't got nothing. But, I, you know, <laughs> what I will say is, um, well, first of all, kudos to you, Allison, because it's not, it's humbling, and it's hard, but you took accountability, and you're um, shifting and shaping your life the way it's purpose to be. So just kudos to you. And I absolutely thank, thank the world of Shantae. Shantae knows that. Um, I feel like my high for me, for sure, is the number of women I've seen um, who say they now have a therapist because of coming to Paz and PR. And that's why it was a no brainer for me when I begged Shantae to come work with me. Because like you said, um, Brianna, she defies the norm. And so people have this idea in their head. We don't know where we get the idea from, right? But we just think therapists have you on the couch. They think you're crazy. They're not black women. And it's just, it's a scary thing. And when people come and talk to her, it's almost like, is she really a therapist? You know, when they come to Paz and PR, they're like, oh, this makes so much sense. And so just hearing women say they're better because of attending my event, or even women who have said to me, I budget tickets to your event and to my like self-care balance, because this is, this is how I care for myself by coming to your events and connecting with other women. That's a high for me because it's those are the little moments that make all this worth it. Yep. You mm-hmm. ladies are amazing. <laughs> you have some amazing ladies today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
And so now we're going to talk about our lows. Um, anything that you felt like you questioned yourself, like, should I keep going? And how did you push yourself to keep going? Because we could just quit. Every day we come across something that's like, dang, why am I doing this? <laughs> what's, what's keeping me from, why, like, what, what's going on? So I want to talk about any type of low that made you question a, the gift that God gave you, your passion, that fire that's burning in you, and how did you push through it to keep moving forward? The fact that everybody um, like I'll, I'll go. <laughs> well, I was thinking as you were talking, I was like, I don't know if I've had a low within my business necessarily. Mm -hmm. Um, at least, at least coming to right now, my low has really just come from, um, like my full time and like my personal life, and so kind of all the things I've already stated. Um, just with everything that happened last year and trying to get back into it and finding a new career and just doing all these different things and I think that what my low probably came from more of like my personal life and my full-time job versus my 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 entrepreneurship that's actually relaxing to me I enjoy doing it I, if I had more time in the day and if I wasn't so tired from from my family um <laughs> I, I would do it more but it's um that actually is is good and my husband notice, notices it too like whenever I can work on my business I'm happier because I feel more productive like I'm actually doing stuff whenever I work at the job it's like yeah I get this paycheck but I don't feel like I'm really changing lives <laughs> I can talk to people and I can have great customer service but the but the job don't appreciate it they want metrics so it's just like I I think my low is just more coming from feeling like no matter what you do sometimes other people are not going to recognize it um, but you just have to recognize the potential within yourself. And sometimes that's hard to hear. It's hard to hear people say like, this isn't working out or like, you just really ain't a good fit. And it's like, but I get along with everybody. Like I'm Allison, Gabrielle, Nickerson. Like I get along with everybody. I can have a talk with anybody. I can relate. Like I'm, I'm good. Are you trying to tell me that like, I don't, what? No, like this is not, I work hard. Every job I go to, like I work hard. I do my job. I do what I'm supposed to do. I, I'm good. Like I, I do things well, but it's what? And I, for me, that's, that's just like, that was the hardest thing. It's, it's different now, but that was the hardest thing hearing that like, no matter what you do, it's not going to be good enough. And that, that's hard. I think, yeah, that's just hard to hear. That's just hard to hear. But I just, I just had to learn that, um, sometimes, you know, that's just not for you. And that's the thing you just have to push forward and it doesn't matter even no matter who, who it's coming from. You just have to realize like what you really have and just keep pushing on. Thank you. Um, I, I'll say for me, um, my little sister got married in Jamaica last year and I couldn't afford to go. And I, I'm the, I'm the, the sibling, the one that will always go. I'm the one that will always travel everywhere I've, for the last forever decade. Um, I always show up. Friends get married wherever I go. Um, Christmas time, I had to tell the kids, like, we're not doing big Christmas this year. You know, we have to kind of just lay low. I get you things throughout the course of the year. We got to chill. Um, the adjustments that we have to make when you're building, um, and I'm not lacking things, so to be very clear, you know, we have the things we need for sure. And my husband is even in the position to be able to give me some of the things I want. But just having to adjust to having to say no or times when I would be able to help or do things and I can't do it, that's been humbling and it hurts too. 
So I feel like those are some of the low moments. And I know there's been a moment where I've just said, like, we always pray for our purpose. But if I had known this is the course I was going to have to take to get there, I don't know that I would have prayed for that. Mm -hmm. So those are lows, right? Mm-hmm. But but when you come out on the other side, you understand why you went through all the struggle. So I, I believe just in my heart of hearts that there is another side to this that's going to be so magnificent. I just know it. And so for that reason, I'm just like, yeah, it's uncomfortable, but we'll get through. Yeah. So I was sitting here trying to think like, because it's so many. <laughs> <laughs> But I, if I had to categorize them, one of my loves, um, and I still, I'm still working on that, is that 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 self doubt and that constant like questioning myself. Like I get tired of myself mm-hmm. questioning myself, right? Like it, it it can put you in a place where you're really trying to figure out like, is this what I'm supposed to be doing? And for me, those are super low moments, right? Because you, I mean, like questioning everything. Yeah. And so when you're an entrepreneur, like it's just you. And so it's not like I have a board member or team of people where I can just like get this stuff out and they can reassure me. It's me trying to figure out how to do it for myself. And that can be tiring. And then I have to wake up. I have to be present for my clients. I have to be this wife. I got to take care of this three-year-old boy who is just like all over the place. And it can be a lot. And so the other low would be that, that work-life balance. I don't think it exists. But there has been times when I first was doing this where stuff just kind of fell to the wayside because I was so focused on making this work. I was so focused on building this that I forgot about my husband. I forgot about, you know, spending quality time with my kid and family and friends and things like that. And so that was a low moment for me when I had that realization, like, you're going to have to figure something out because this is beautiful and I can't, I, I'm, I know what this can be, but I don't want to do this so much where I'm losing the things that are important to me, like my marriage or like spending this time with my kid while he's young. And so that balancing act, like, I don't know about it, sis, but it can, it can bring me down into some really bad lows if I allow it to do so. I have to agree with that self-doubt for mm-hmm. sure. To where it's so bad for me sometimes. It's like I question, am I really walking with God or am I walking mm-hmm. with what I want to do? I know I had mentioned that a little bit, but that self-doubt, that's for sure me. Because it's like, I think I had broke down at Jeanette's conference, Tiffany, the uh, Millennial Conference. Yeah, so at the Millennial Conference, uh, Jeanette, shout out to Jeanette. She was like, Brie, I think you need to go in there with the prayer warriors and just just pray with them. I was like, okay. Cause I was going to go, I think your workshop, Tiffany, with the marketing, mm-hmm. I wanted to go in there cause I wanted to work more on marketing and things for my brand. Uh, it was like, no, 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 no. So I went in there and then I just had a breakdown. I was like, you know what? I am really struggling with every day if I made the right decision. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we've all mm-hmm. done that, but me saying it out loud was a release. Yeah. Because I was able to acknowledge my feelings at the same time, like, okay, God, please give me clarity. And even when I was saying the stuff out loud, I was like, God has given me all the clarity. (laughs) He has given me all the clarity, how I'm able to, Mm -hmm. from me learning this equipment of how to do the podcasting, you know, me learning how to do multiple people at one time. Because at first I was only doing one-on-one interviews, second 
a season, I'm doing two people at one time. And now I got three people today. So, <laughs> so I just feel at that time I was able to confirm things when I was able to say it out loud. And that helped me with my self-doubt. And so I just want to put that out there. Sometimes you have to write it down. You know, what has God brought you through? So it can be a constant reminder that everything is going to be okay. I feel like that was a self-healing for me with that self-doubt. So, Shantae, thank you for bringing that up. Um, last thing is one free advice. People that's listening, I know my audience, by this time I should know them, right? They're all trying to learn something from people that come on the show. Because I always bring special people that I know that have a story and that they have things to share. If it's tools, if it's resources, or something of that case. So if anybody wants to go first, just share a free advice for um, a mother that's trying to balance life for her children and entrepreneurship and all these different things that's going on, if it exists. But what are some strategies that you do? Or if there's a situation where they want to start you know, their own business, but don't know how to get started. They don't know what to do. I don't know what the first step may be. Anything that can help them to where they're like, you know what, that was something that was really, really valuable for me and I didn't have to pay for it. So I'll go first. Okay. Um, the best thing, I've, I've said this on <laughs> platforms before, but the best thing that you can do for yourself is heal. Um, and, and I mean like the internal healing where you really discover who you are as a person, because that will lead you to have clarity in your business. Because I went on my own self-healing journal, uh, journey about when I turned 30, I'm 33 now. It was just something about 30 that clicked for me. And when I went through that and really started to do the inner work and heal, like everything else started to become more clear. Um, this gives you the opportunity to free up space within yourself um, that no longer serves you, right? And so if I can leave or remove the things that aren't serving me, then I leave space for things to come in that I need and that I want that's going to better help me be, be this entrepreneur um, or be this influencer, whatever it is. So I always say work on you first before you work on any business, any brand, like do the work within yourself. And a lot of that is going to have to happen with therapy. Um, but whatever you need to do to make sure that you're clear about who you are as a person, do that. So that's my piece of advice. And, you know, I'm gonna tell everybody who's listening that that's what, what you should do. So I think healing yourself and working on what's going on within you is the best thing that you can do for your business and your brand. Love it. Mm -hmm. I, I'll go. I say for the mom that's trying to do it all, um, I say that make priorities like make priorities for that day that you want to get done and just do that um instead of trying to think of you know oh i got this and i got this and i got this, um do a brain dump put everything out on a whiteboard or on a piece of paper like get everything out of your head and then say okay on today i'm gonna do blah 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 and like don't don't go crazy just do like i'm gonna do these three things like these are the three things i have to get done today and do that and you'll feel so much more accomplished whenever you'll be like oh i got three things that i did today versus like i had a list of things and i only got it's a completely different mind shift and if you and if you're able to do something else and that's cool but like do a brain dump get everything out and then just make priorities for each day or whatever day you're gonna work on your business um or with anything in your aspect of life and do that and you'll just feel more productive going forward 
Like God doesn't want you to be overwhelmed. God don't want you to be stressed out. God don't want you to be, you know, just like being worn down while you're going through what you're going through. But it's just the point of putting one foot in front of the other and just making it through. And that's it. Great. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, there, I don't believe I would be able to do anything I do without keeping God in the equation. So it's layers to that. The first part is understanding what I'm purpose to do. And that takes, that takes healing. That takes fasting because I never used to be a person who fasted. I used to hear a lot of Christians talk about fasting all the time. I never did. Um, But when I, it was amazing to me once I started fasting, how many different ideas would just come to me, different things would just be dropped in my spirit. And I started writing them down and started following through. And that made a difference for me, but bigger than that, so you have the fasting, you have God, and then you got to stick to your purpose because when you start moving and you start getting in business, <clears throat> it's natural to pay attention to the folks who are doing similar things, but don't get distracted by what they're doing and start trying to copy what they're doing and start trying to change your plan to compete with them. It's so important that you focus on your God-given purpose. And the only way you're going to be able to do that is to try to pray all the time, keep God in the midst of it, and then fast about things. Because literally, I'll make a pivot, and I don't even know where the pivot is coming from, except for the fact that God dropped it in my spirit. And then months down the line, it's revealed to me, like the Zoom call. So I didn't know COVID was going to happen. I was in a co-working space working on something totally separate, and God dropped it in my spirit to create a Zoom account. I didn't need a Zoom account, but I did it, and I got the paid version. And then I only had a couple meetings here and there on Zoom because I had customers booking through my Calendly. A month and a half later, COVID happens, and now we have the virtual connection. Just happened. But I could have not listened and not gotten the Zoom account, and then it had been delayed. It would have still happened, but I wouldn't have been as familiar. I wouldn't have had things set up. It just all flows so well. So keep God in the midst of your plans, fast, and pay attention to your purpose. Well, ladies, this is great. I enjoyed this. Oh, I enjoyed this. So um, I wanted to see if you guys can let people know what's coming up for you. I know we're COVID, right? But you two have the virtual connection that's going on. So please let people know, you know, how to keep up with you and also what's next and what's going on in upcoming events. Down to (laughs) <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> um, so you can catch Shantae and I every Friday on the Virtual Connection, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Zoom. The link is in both of our bios, I believe. And um, all you got to do is just tap it and click and join the call. Um, we listen to the podcast episode before the conversation, and then we come together and we have a healing conversation around the topic. Um, my Instagram name is <laughs> at pods, P-O-D-S underscore A-N-D underscore P-R. Website is www.podsnpr.com. And also on Monday nights, we have a follow-up conversation call. So what had happened was, and basically that talks about what happened the Friday night before. And we also just um, add additional points to the conversation that we didn't get a chance to touch on in our Friday conversation. And what's next? You got to just wait and see. Next month is our anniversary, so some things are popping off, but, you know, we'll be around. Yeah, what she said. So, (laughs) (laughs) um, yeah, like she said, Fridays, the virtual connections, and then so what had happened was on Mondays. um, For myself, it's just I'm still, you know, 
providing um, space, holding space for my clients and seeing people. And so that's really what has me um, kind of tied up right now. But I also have a um, journal that I have published um, called, I may not have it all together, but I have it all. And so it's a journal um, to guide you through self-love, self-healing and self-discovery. And that can be found on my website at thehungrytherapist.com. Um, and you can find me on IG, Facebook, um, at The Hunger Therapist. Oh, yeah. Great. Um, so for me, um, God told me we're not doing no events this year. And um, <laughs> which obviously probably ain't going to happen until next year. I have some uh, mommy release parties coming up for next year. But um, we do have our prayer journal coming out. It's called Search and Surrender, a prayer journal to strategize, to help you strategize and ease your prayer life. Um, and that is coming out on June 22nd. Yay. You can find us on Instagram at the calling FM and FM stands for faith and motherhood. The calling FM. Um, and then you can also find the past we release every Tuesday, a really good episode. Hey, let me just say our MOMS for moms podcast on Instagram. And we are on, um, Apple, Google play, Spotify, I think. Um, Chromecast, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, y'all got the information. Make sure you support these ladies. They're doing amazing and wonderful things. And uh, we are coming to an end, as you all know, I ended with a motivational moment. This may be a quote, a verse, anything that sparked my eye, it has to spark my eye because you see quotes and stuff every day and I just move left or right or up and down. But um, I have been lucky enough for it to fit pretty much every episode. Tiffany, the one that we did, you were like, this is spot on. <laughs> so um, I think this is pretty much spot on too. This one is a quote. It says, you have to believe it before you see it. It's unknown who it is. I was really trying to find out who this yeah. person was. <laughs> but just kept showing if it's unknown. But you have to believe it before you see it. Um, for me, it resonated with me only because you have to believe in yourself first before you feel anybody else to believe in your brand, anyone to buy from you, anything of that nature. You have to make sure what God has given you, you have to receive it. Because if you're doubting yourself, if you're feeling and questioning anything and everything that you do, then what makes you, because you're at the forefront of your brand. So if you're coming in not confident, why would you feel people want to be confident with you? So I wake up every morning and I just, I just ask God, you know, I see it and you see it in me. I just want to say thank you for believing that I can execute the vision that you gave me. And then from, to me, when I say that prayer, it gives me more confidence because God has confidence in me. So I wanted to pick your brains on it, ladies. Uh, Tiffany, you want to go first? How do you feel about that? Um, I'm a visionary. Mm -hmm. So that that statement it summarizes it perfectly because I've worked in places where I have a brilliant idea and my boss wasn't a visionary, for instance. So I'll go to him and say, like, oh, I think we should do that. And I learned over the course of time, like, he's not a person you can come to with the idea. I need to build it first and then say, look at what I built. And he'll say, oh my God, it's amazing. And so you gotta believe what you're thinking about and you gotta just be committed to bringing it to life. And then once others see it, then they'll say, oh, it's amazing. But if you don't believe in it, the rest is history. Yeah, okay. what you said. Okay. It's, it's, it's that, you know, we have to buy into our own dream 
we have to buy into our own vision and if we don't buy into it no one else will and so it's super important for you to believe in yourself in order to here's the thing when you believe in yourself and you're clear about what that thing is when you have someone who challenges it you're not affected right you can challenge it but i'm not going to be bothered by it because i believe in it so much and i believe in myself and i know why i'm doing this so all of the challenges the naysayers the people who don't like my post who got something to say i ain't for you right and so <laughs> right and so it's super important to be to believe in it um before we even you know put it out into the world all righty. Well, that is the end of the interview, ladies. Well, genuine conversation. Did you have any tidbits? Did you ladies want to add anything? You go first, Shante. Oh, I can't. <laughs> uh, no, I really hope um, this was an amazing conversation. And I'm glad that um, you got to see three different perspectives, right? And so I just want people to feel like they're not alone and they're not experiencing anything that um, no one else has experienced. And so the most important thing that you can do is use your resources, right? Reach out to people um, to learn, um, to gain, you know, to network and build this community. Um, and so just use your resources, believe in yourself, do the work and trust your journey. Just trust it. Good and bad. I agree. Everything she said. Everything I, <laughs> only thing I add is just thank you, um, Brianna, mm -hmm. for interviewing us. This was an amazing interview. And um, yeah, that's it. It was good. It was. Well, thank you, ladies, so much for coming through. This was a great talk. This was a great chat. Other than that, thank you, everyone, for listening. If this is morning, night, noon, and evening, thank you so much for tuning in to What's Good Podcast. And have a great one. Hey guys, for more updates, you can follow me on Instagram at what's good underscore podcast or my personal account b.javon underscore. Javon is spelled J-O-V-A-H-N. You can catch me on Twitter, what's good underscore pod C for Charlie. And then you can also catch me on Facebook at what's good podcast. Uh, make sure that you subscribe and also leave reviews for me to also see and I can also respond back to you guys. Let me know what you're thinking of the podcast and any updates. Thank you. Have a good one.